All right, ladies and gentlemen, he is in the studio, Jason Heitkamp. He's a candidate for the North Dakota Department of Public Instruction. He wants to be the state superintendent. When I was growing up, every county had one. It's a little different now. The state has a superintendent right now. The position is held by Kirsten Baszler, and uh, Ms. Baszler has, well, I think she's had it since 2012, somewhere in there. Anyway, uh, uh what Jason's running for is against her. Now, it's deemed to be a, a nonpartisan position. Baszler sought the endorsement of the Republican convention. Jason's been active in the Republican Party. Uh, he has been a Republican North Dakota state senator. And so I don't know. I'll find out in a second whether or not I think he's not going to seek the Republican endorsement. I think he's going to go directly to the primary. But, Jason, good to have you on News and Views. Yeah, no, thank you very much. Um, before we get going here, I, you know, I listen to you a lot. And I just wanted to say this before we all got started. I wish you would kind of push the podcast that you and Heidi are doing. Um, because I do listen to that every two weeks, and I just listen to the recent one. Okay. And uh, when I go around, we do talk about it, and I wish you would. I wish you would push that more often, because most people don't even know that you guys do that. Yeah. Well, it's it's a different critter than this, and yeah. so I yeah. I deem this as a platform that I shouldn't be promoting personal things I do with Heidi. So that's yeah. one of the reasons I don't talk about it. But uh, Jason, I think you are applying for a job. Fair to say, you want to be people's head of the Department of Public Instruction. Absolutely. So if you're going to apply for the job, people should know about you. Now, not everybody does. You were a state senator. I have no doubt that the old District 28, was it, that you served? Uh, District 26. 26. I think that those individuals know you. You put your name on the ballot, and they got to know you. That being said, I do think we have to go back in time here a little bit. Number one, to your service in the state legislature. Um, you were districted out. And you made the argument to the majority in the, the Republican Party that that was wrong, what they did. In fact, I don't know if you brought a lawsuit, but you certainly made the argument that that never should have happened. They shouldn't have drawn, basically took away District 26 from that area. Fair? Um, there was many issues in that. One of them was that we told them that it was going to be unconstitutional what they were doing, and we were right about that. It did turn out to be unconstitutional what they were doing. Um, one thing that happened was, um, and I, and I came to, to terms with it, but they kept saying that Richland County was such a perfect County. Um, I think that in the future, what they're going to have to do to stop some of this gerrymandering and to stop some of this unconstitutional stuff they're doing is to actually make each, uh, County its own district. Now that would be 53 districts and then make it so that each uh, county would have one senator. Uh, each county would have two representatives. And then based on population, say 30,000 people, you know, if you have a certain population, you have over 30,000 people, you can have one more representative up to a total of five. Because a lot of this stuff that they're doing now is unconstitutional. And the districts are getting to be so big. Right now, Joel, I'm sure that you get out to Rutland and, and Milner and things like that. There's so many people that are upset right now because if they need to go to a district meeting, they almost have to get a hotel room for the night. Mm -hmm. The district goes from Richland County almost all the way to the Missouri River. That being said, it's always been about how many people you represent, and you can't help if you're running in a rural area. But well, we're getting that, to it. We're that, getting to that a point. That being though. said, yeah, I, but, I want to get. I just want to. Can I just say just one last thing? We're getting to where we have 11 districts in Fargo, and we have 
200 miles or whatever it is for a district down the, in the Milner area. That's because you very and I unfair. didn't have enough kids. It's very unfair. I mean, we did, the rural area isn't populated. Yeah. That that's It's not unfair, I would say, but how they draw it sometimes can be unfair. I want to... I want to talk to you about and make sure you get an opportunity to to speak to what happened. You spoke in that Facebook post that I played about a you know Candelabra or uh, Kirsten Baszler. Basically, you were making reference to her being arrested. Um, you had your own legal troubles in Botno County. Uh, I, actually, I don't believe I did have legal troubles because I never did anything wrong, Joel. Well, let's let's get okay. to that so you get a and, chance and, to speak to it. Let's let's it, it hold was, on. Uh, taken care of in court. It was fifteen hundred dollars taken care of in court. Did you, you know what, Joel? It was more than that. It was ten thousand dollars out of my pocket. Okay, well, that's my that's but what I'm getting. If I to. would have lost in Botno, because when they didn't have a complainant anymore, the judge said that the state was going to become the complainant. So I would have lost in court, and I would have had to go to an appeals court to win. Okay. What I'm asking you is so what happened. So it would happened. have cost me more than $1,500. And what you're not telling people is I'm this, not kid, a chance this to tell kid people. told people that the seats were worth an amount of money, but he didn't have any receipts. And he wouldn't tell us who he bought them from. It was a fake story. So you're saying he stole the seats or what are you saying? I'm not saying anything because I don't know what he did. Okay. Okay. The, but all the, of a sudden I got blamed for helping made. my girlfriend. No, my girlfriend did not make an argument. Okay, he made an argument. Rob Port is saying that my girlfriend filed charges against me. Okay, she didn't. He did. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No, I'm okay. So she didn't I've make got any the arguments right here. Well, that's I'm great. Not, I'm not arguing. That's great. I'm not. I'm actually here to talk about the superintendent of public instruction job. Jason, we already I, established that I spent money. That you're applying for a job. Okay. You're applying for a job, and you and for people to know. Who they're hiring, like anybody, yeah. like Eric. When I hired Eric, I found out what he did before okay. because I wasn't going to give him a job until I looked at his resume yeah. and talked about what he did before. Are, so, are you going to fire Eric because I said that he stole seats and, and there's no proof of it? I am giving Eric an opportunity okay. when I visit with him to explain it, which okay. is what I'm trying to do for you right now. I did right explain now. it. I got the best You never attorney. got asked the question yet. I got you. I, never got okay, asked go ahead. the question. Go ahead yet. and ask a question. The seats that you took away, that he made an argument against you for, that in the end you did have to pay fifteen hundred dollars for, weren't yours. Why did you get rid of them? You know, Joel, if it costs you fifteen hundred dollars now or five thousand dollars later, and you're still innocent, it's 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 a cost. I, I you didn't That's answer the is. question. Why did you get rid of them? The seeds? Yeah. Because I was told to. By who? By my girlfriend. Okay. She clearly states that well, that's you know not what, true. Well, you know what, Joel? None of this stuff is true that they're talking about. I Okay, there was people there that day. All right? I didn't just load up a bunch of seeds. I didn't load up a bunch of stuff. We talked about what we were going to do. Okay? It was her pickup. It was her trailer. We were having... A, a deal that day where they were having, I, I don't know what you call it, when when you find out. They bring out the, a pinata to find out if it's a boy or a girl. Absolutely. Or, right. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Her son, and not the one that charged me, her other son helped me load some of the stuff up. I wasn't just loading stuff up. I the, Everybody was there. I loaded stuff up that I was supposed to load. 
I went in, I grabbed the water. I said, hey, I'm going up to the dump ground with the stuff. Nobody said, hey, I got to check out what you're throwing out to make sure you're throwing the right stuff out. I've done it many times, Joel. So your argument is is that she out. told you to throw away his seats. Absolutely. I said that I was going to – I had seats there also. Well, the argument that they're making, Jason, is that you stole them and got rid of them and dumped them. I never did. They know you took them to the dump, but you didn't have a right no, to. No, they That's, didn't know. They, oh, okay. You know, so, obviously, they, they, they then, say they didn't know. Rather than go a through lie. a legal process with her lie. son, why didn't you just pay him for the seats then? Because he charged me in court. Nobody talked to me about it. All what? of a sudden, I get a phone call from a deputy. But and why I, and I said you... to the deputy, get this, Joel. I said this to the deputy. I said, am I under suspicion of a crime? And you know what he said? No, you're not under suspicion of a crime. And I said, really? I said, well, if I'm not under suspicion of a crime, then I'll answer your question. But you know what? He lied to me also. Because okay. I was under suspicion of a crime, and he lied to me on the phone. Okay, I, I so want many people have lied to me, Joel. Okay, and, Jason. and my attorney, who is the best constitutional attorney you in the state three of North Dakota, in this case. yeah, because the three first two didn't attorneys. understand me. The first two didn't understand me. I said, "We're going to court." Okay, and I can get you a person who was on the line and heard from the second one that's based out of Wapiton. He was screaming at me on the phone that I had to take this agreement. Okay, and I said, "I'm not taking an agreement. I am innocent." And I will prove it in court. And I told but you. But you didn't. You paid Joel, the 1500 bucks. Well, I wanted to go to court. Well, why didn't you? Because I was told by my attorney finally that this is the way to do it. It was going to be dismissed with prejudice, never to be brought up again. There was no complainant. It was done. If okay. I would have had to go to court in Botno, I would have lost. Okay? And then I would have so had to go to the appeal court. So you don't think justice is fair in Botno? It is not fair in Botano. When you have a judge that tells you that they're going to go forward without a complainant and the state is going to be the complainant, how does that fare? I have a question for the you state about Botano. The I state did not have, have anything Botano. in that garage. I have a question for you about Botano. Okay. When you were up in Botano, were you a state senator? Was I? Yes. Uh, yeah. Why were you living in Botano? Because I can live anywhere I want. Right, but that's my point. When, when I was well, a I state gotta, senator, I, I lived have a in CDL. the district. I have a CDL, Joel, Okay. Mm -hmm. I have to go where the jobs are. But you don't have to live there. Home is where you live. That's your Senate place. That's you your know, Senate district. Joel, my address is right in my area. I continue to go home. I stayed up in Botano because I had a girlfriend up there. Okay? Who you just called a liar, I might add. Yeah, she was. Okay. She turned out to be a liar. All right. Let, let's get to your- What your, can I do about it? You want to talk about running for- I just want people to know and you to get a chance well, to I'm answer- glad. I'm glad. Right. She's a liar. Okay. And her, her son son's is a liar. liar. And they asked you to throw away the, the seats that the he charged you of stealing. I had the constitutional attorney in the state of North Dakota. And he said, this is as far as we can go. Okay. You also just got done. Just got done saying that you said you were going to take this all the way to court. In the end, you said you went through. You had the best constitutional lawyer. You fired the other ones yeah. because the other ones said take the deal, which means pay fifteen hundred bucks. No, 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 no. That's not true. Then why did the you deal, pay the deal? The deal was I was going to have this over my head, and after a year, it was going to be taken away. And if I didn't go with their terms, they could put me back in jail. Okay, that was their deal, the first two. Speak into the microphone, okay. would you, Jason? The, the other attorney, there was nothing, okay? 
They wanted to put me under stipulations for a year, the first two. Okay? That's the deal. My deal was dismissed with prejudice, no stipulations, because I was innocent. Well, why didn't you just pay him? Why didn't you just walk up pay and him say, for what? I never should have thrown the away your benches. The guy charged me with a crime. Because you didn't work the deal out in the beginning. What deal? So did did they, they hold on, hold on. Okay. This is the best way to answer this question. Okay. Who owns the property? Did, did Who owns they, the property? Not you. Yeah, she did. She told me to throw them away. Well, it and here's okay. the thing, Jason. It was her pickup and her oh, trailer. Why are you afraid to get I, asked this question? I'm not afraid. Let me ask you you this are question. not allowing me to tell the I truth. I think I've allowed you. I have taken of time to take the so truth. many trailer loads of stuff to the dump that the guy knew me. He knew to charge it to Lenore. Okay, he knew that. Okay, I took many loads there. I was helping her fix her house. Jason, it wasn't a one-time deal. Jason, did he approach you? And Ooh. I have no idea what, uh, what's her name? Jesse, her son, is that his name? No, he never approached me. D- did he approach you nope. and say, I want my benches back? Nope, never. Okay. You know what? When my vehicle would be parked at the house, he wouldn't come in the house. One time I had my vehicle over at the Chevrolet dealership getting work on, and I was at her house, and when he walked in, his eyes got about as big as saucers, and he's like, what are you doing here? And I said, um, I don't know. I guess I'm seeing your mom. The guy had something against me, Joel. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, he didn't have the guts to call me up and say, "Hey, my seats got uh, thrown away. You owe me money." No, I got charged with a crime immediately. You know how long it took me to pack my stuff up and leave? About thirty seconds. Well, okay? there was nothing after that. You charged me with a crime? No, Jason. No. Jason. No. Nope. You know, am I supposed to call Lenore and say, Lenore, come on? Why not? Okay. Why not? Let her lie. Let her lie. And you're saying whatever she says is going to be a lie. I don't know. We haven't heard it yet. Okay. But here's the other thing. I could go in today and tell the district attorney to charge you with a crime. Why doesn't he? They won't. Unless they feel there is a crime. That isn't how it works, Jason. Do you know what dismissed with prejudice means? This is a two-way conversation. Do you know what dismissed with prejudice means? That's the end result, okay? Okay. This is the end result. What I'm telling you is this, that I could go in to any district attorney and say, charge Jason Heitkamp with a crime. And they're going to say, where's the crime? And I'm going to say, da-da-da-da-da-da, right? And the district attorney is the one that decides whether or not there's a crime. Agreed? I don't know. Absolutely. I don't know. The district attorney might tell me to shove it. He obviously or she obviously believed there was a crime or they went to charge it. Agreed? I don't know. Okay. Then let's move on. I was let's- dismissed with prejudice. Okay. That means it can never be brought up again. Let's get to this. Ever. Let's get to this. You're running for the Department of Public Instruction. Okay? When we come back, let's focus on that. Let's focus on Why what you're we? going to do with that. We're going to. Okay. Absolutely. Stick around. More coming your way right here on the News and Views Radio Network. Welcome back to the News and Views Radio Network. Having a debate with Jason Heitkamp. He is a candidate for the North Dakota Superintendent of Public Instruction. Jason, you issued a a statement announcing your candidacy. I want to get this out of the way right away. Are you going directly to the convention? Or are you going to seek the, the endorsement at the Republican convention? Or are you going directly to the primary? I actually am not uh, trying to get the endorsement of the Democrat or the Republican Party. I would actually like to speak at both of the conventions, and that's what I'm pushing for. 
Um, I uh, was a nonpartisan when I ran for county commissioner. I think that's the best way to do it. And I do not want to have the endorsement of either party. I just want the endorsement of the people when they come to vote. Okay. Uh, you uh, talk about education getting back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. Fair? Yep. I said this on air before. I'll say it to your face then. In your statement, you misspelled. That's not getting back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. Fair? Um, I'm going to tell you that that press release was made by my daughter. Uh, I proofread it. Um, I think that if you're blaming somebody, you're thinking that you're blaming me. But you know what? When it goes through many hands, we try to do what we can do. And I think that the information on the press release is the, the main information we need to have. So if there is something on there, um, you know, it went through two people. It didn't just go through one. So it's your daughter's fault that this happened? I'm not blaming my daughter, Joel. She's a very capable person. But things happen, and I'm sure she spell-checked it, and spell-checked didn't catch it. So okay. what are you going to do? Well, I'm going to catch it when I read it. Well, I'm glad you did. Maybe yeah. maybe that's why I put it in there was to see how many people could actually spell. Okay. I mean, you know. I. So it was a test. <laughs> <laughs> what? Well, you know, Joel, the information is the biggest thing. All right, let's how get, we're going to do. Let's things. get to one more part of this before we get to that. Uh, mm -hmm. You, you, there's absolutely no question that you have never voted for Heidi or Joel, or never would, and you've been very critical of us. Uh, Why did you put our name in your press release? The first thing I'd like to say is I voted for Mark Haugen, and I think that he was treated very poorly. That isn't the by question the party I that asked he was you. a part of. The question I asked you is why you put Heidi's in my name in your press release. You already talked about it on the radio. It was on Wikipedia. Uh, there's a lot of people that always wonder. When you put out a press release, you put out the information. Uh, not last Friday, but the Friday before, I was out in Bismarck. I was helping an older woman at a church. She asked me what my name was. I told her. She said, are you related to Heidi? It happens all the time, Joel. Why not just allow it to happen? I, that's not an endorsement on the bottom. That's exactly how Wikipedia has it. Okay. Well, good. As long as we're clear that it's not an endorsement. When we come back, let's get into what you're going to do with the job the first day after it, right after this on News and Views. We're having a conversation with uh, former North Dakota State Senator Jason Heitkamp. He wants to be the head of the Department of Public Instruction. Uh, we've gone backwards. Now we're going to go forwards. Uh, you say we're going to get back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. What is Kirsten Baszler doing wrong right now? Well, I just don't think that she is using all the tools that she has, and I don't think that she's a leader. Um, you know, I remember when she became uh, the superintendent of public instruction. I was actually a county commissioner at the time, and Wymere had been a blue-ribbon school. So I got to deal with her uh, almost immediately after she became uh, the head of the department. And I took her to the Hankinson School, and, and I spent a whole day with her. And... Uh, later um 1971 so it would have been you know 50 years later a weimer got the blue ribbon school again and they never even came out nobody came out it, it was very sad i mean how can you have somebody get a blue ribbon school and the superintendent of public instruction doesn't even show up to give the certificate i i guess my question along that would be you say that we're going so far backwards in education, mm -hmm. and you brought up Weimar two, three times here. Weimar is, to me, one of the gold standards when Weimar it comes is to the gold standard. Why do you think we're going backwards when Weimar's your home, where your kids went through that school? 
I mean, isn't that a perfect example that public education is working? Weimar School was built in 1962, and it is better shaped now than it was when it was brand new. There, I mean, when Fargo talks about their maintenance issues and all this other stuff, how come Weimar School is in better shape now than it has ever been? I mean, that, that, that looks, wasn't a question, looks like it's brand The question new. was, you're criticizing the product that comes out of these public schools and how we deliver that product. That's what you're criticizing Kirsten Baszler for. What I'm saying is the kids that come out of Weimar, public education system, if those children are willing to accept it, willing to work at it, they get a great public education. Where's the problem? The problem is there's, okay, look at what's happening in Williston right now. That okay. isn't what I'm saying. No, no but, but you have home. to look at what the problem is. When you go to Weimar and you ask questions, you get answers. When you go to Williston, they want to, they just drug another person out by police escort the other night at a, at a school board meeting. And why are they doing this? Well, I'll tell you why they're doing it. This one's easy to explain. Yeah. You've got two school districts. You've got District 8 and District 1 that formed. The District 8 used to be a grade school school district. Take them up to, I don't know if it was 6th or 8th grade. The thing of it is is in that people in District 8, some of them, didn't want to go into this combined school district, into District 7, melding the two together. They're mad. They're mad. And so rather than accept it and work with it, they obstruct every chance they get. They had recall elections for the school board. You know what? They lost. Yeah, nobody they showed up. Well, Jason, they had a chance to show up. I know they it did. Isn't, it isn't. The, the point is the people that you're talking about, the, the people that you're talking about need to get over it. And you say there's problems in the Williston School District. I know for a fact, having broadcast from the Williston School District, it is a good, solid, well-taught school district. And so coming into the head is the Department of Public Instruction. If you're going to spend all your time bashing these people that are working so hard, I don't think you're going to be good at this job. You know, the thing about Williston is they want transparency. They want to know why there was a $6 million loan that wasn't on the books. They want to know what happened to the $377 million. That's what these people are asking for, and they won't give it to them. That, that's where I'm coming at. I, I've it's heard. all right there. They've had the books. They've had all of this. They know that, that you know, District 8 was a rich district. District 1 wasn't a rich district, and that reason is pretty simple. They didn't have property. District 1 was Williston proper. They don't have oil wells in District 1. Yeah. But you know what District 1 was expected to do? Educate all those kids from District 8 in a high school because they didn't have one at District 8. So I, I this is pretty personal to me because you can attend all the meetings you want. A person can be as obstructive as they want. But all you got to do is say things like you just did, and these people get painted with a broad brush. That isn't fair to the school board in Williston. I don't think that it's fair that people can't get the answers to their questions. That's all I'm saying. If if it was me, as a Department of Public Instruction, it says right in okay. what the job is that they you, get the answers for the people. You talked about facility. You talked it. about money. Yep. You, you talked about the, the, the lack of transparency in District uh, 7. I don't believe yep. it. But fine, we'll let it be there. What I'm trying to get to is the education, the kids that are coming out. Where do you think North Dakota is failing its children? I don't want to talk about schools, basketball courts. I want to talk about the things that you're talking about in your press release. 
reading, writing, and arithmetic. Where are we failing? Do you think that reading, writing, and arithmetic is the um, the goal of the schools right now? Um, Kirsten Basler, for example, has been hanging around with a guy named Ted Dintersmith. Okay? He's been getting a lot of influence in North Dakota. Have you read any of the things that that guy wants to do to the North Dakota? I, I don't know system? who he is. Okay, well, I, I would suggest that you take a look into it because it's very scary what this guy wants to do. Okay, I'm going to go back to my question, okay. which is this. You want us to go back to reading, writing, and arithmetic. Mm -hmm. I want examples where we need to focus back on that because I believe we do. I want to know where we're failing. I want to know examples of where we're failing to the point where you can criticize Superintendent Baszler for not putting an emphasis on reading, writing, and arithmetic. Where do we fail? Okay. I've had a lot of teachers getting a hold of me talking about what's going on in their classrooms. They have people, uh, the kids, they, they say they don't care. There's a lot of not caring right now from the people that are involved student-wise. They're trying to find out ways to motivate these kids to want to learn. There's a lot of things that need to be worked on that are not going to be fixed on day one. Where? Who? Where, where are the teachers? What What school district? What, what place are you talking about? I have a teacher that lives right in my home district that's been getting a hold of me. I have a person out in Williston. In, in Weinmere. Absolutely. So there's a teacher in Weinmere that believes yeah. that the Weinmere school district isn't doing its job. I'm not going to say where they work, okay? They're from my area. But, They're a teacher. But Jason, you the, know, I, I'm, not gonna, I'm, I'm not going to get this, people. I'm not going to get people in trouble. But Joel. you're saying that we're doing a bad job. You're saying that in, in North Dakota, you, we're not seen, educating our young people. Have you seen the graduation people? rates? Yeah. The last three years, 87 percent to 84 percent to 83 percent. We're on a downhill spiral. And I, and I'll tell you this: I did hear one thing on the way up here. You said that you haven't talked to Kirsten Baszler for a long time, but yet when you were talking about Ray Holmberg, you had her on, okay? She was on recently, I, and, and you might not remember that, I, and I, I'm I, sorry if you don't remember that, but that after that is when I asked to come on to your show okay? because she said that our kids were leading the nation, and it's like I don't know where the kids are leading the nation at. The, I, I've been putting up every day a slide from schools talking about the proficiency rates. And the one I put up today, the high school has a 0% proficiency rate. Okay? Where? Where? I, I said it's on, it's on my Facebook page. I just put it out. The high school has a 0% proficiency, proficiency rate. Absolutely. Where? Let me, let me get it up here. Okay, you talk about Baszler. The reason that I had Baszler on with the Ray Holmberg yeah. situation is because yeah. the money that, by the way, you appropriated, hold on a second, you're saying Kidder County. Yeah. Okay. So in Kidder County, they're doing a bad job. According to the proficiency rates, they're okay. not doing a good job. You okay. get a 0% in math, that's not very good. Then it's my job to find out why they're getting a zero in math in Absolutely. Kidder County. All right. Absolutely. I, I'll take and, that and challenge. I, and I put up slides every day, every day, and we're trying to find the schools. See, I have a teacher that got a hold of me and said, there are certain districts that teach the test, okay? But we haven't found any schools that are getting 100%. I mean, if you're teaching the test, you'd have 100% proficiency, wouldn't you? Okay. But there's nothing there. I'll, and I will talk to the folks in Kidder County. Yeah. I owe you that one. I'll do it. I no, want to talk, talk about Superintendent Baszler and Ray Holmberg, okay? 
Okay. You you approved as a state senator money to go to the North Dakota School Board Association. Fair. I'm going to be as fair as I can be because I I was only there for one session. And I tried talking to Don Shibley a lot to find out about everything, mm-hmm. okay? I did. I spent more time than any of the other freshmen. But you can only find out so much in one session, no, all right? J- Jason, I, and I don't think it was happening when I was yeah. there. Yeah. I don't know if we were funding these trips for Ray Holmberg to go through the North Dakota School Board to go to Prague and do this abuse that we're finding out. I'm not blaming you for funding Ray Holmberg's trips. What I'm trying to point out is Superintendent Baszler needed to come on to explain that the DPI wasn't any player in that. That's why she was on. I also want to clear something up because this call may come again. I am not required to give you or her equal time. Do you understand that? No, you sent that to me, Joel, and I appreciated okay, it. Okay, so I, we understand each other. You know, other I didn't that. understand that the FCC wasn't enforcing the law anymore. So I'm I'm glad it's, that you brought not, that up. They're enforcing the law. It's just you're misinterpreting the law. When we come back, uh, I want to find out what you do day one with this job. And I, I promise you, I will check out Kidder County. We have a little bit of time left with Jason Heitkamp, candidate for DPI in North Dakota. He wants to... Uh, he wants to hold the position that Kirsten Baszler has right now. We're talking about what he's going to do with the job. First day you have it. You, you walk in there. You, I don't even know if they swear you in as head of DPI, but you're sitting in your chair. What are you doing? First day that I go in, I'm going to do just like Josh Gallion did when he became auditor. I'm going to just take a lay of the land the first day because I know what we need to do. And we're just going to get, have to find out who the good people are and who the bad people are that are working there, and we're going to have to work with them. And so, it, you know, it's going to take a couple days to figure that out, and after that... So then, clean out the department. I'm not going to clean out the department. I'm going to find the people that need to go. Okay. Okay? Uh, and and another thing I want to tell you is when I become the Department of Public uh, Instruction person, I'm going to be spending two days a week out on the road going school to school. And meeting the people and getting to know people, I'm not going to hide in the ivory tower out there in the Capitol. And you you think Superintendent Baszler has done that? Nope. You think she hides in the ivory tower or not? Um, I know that there's a homeschool convention today that I'm going out to in Bismarck, and she's going to send a representative. Okay. I think that that's very unfair, and and I, I'm just going to be honest. I think that's very unfair. She's live right there in Bismarck. Do you believe in homeschooling? Me? Yes. I think if people want to homeschool, I think it should be done. Would you ever have homeschooled your kids? I think my dad homeschooled me, okay? And I know you're going to laugh at this, but there was no daycare when I when my mom was killed. I spent every day from the time I was two and a half until I, I left 40 years later with my dad, okay? And we did everything. At five years old, I was mowing lawn and putting gasoline in myself. I mean, you know, the things that my dad did, he'd probably be in jail for if he tried to do that with somebody now. Okay. I want to ask you if you know what an IEP is. I do know what an IEP is. What is an IEP? The IPE is when you have a student and they have some issues and they have meetings. We did the same thing with my kids after I went through my divorce. So it's an individual education plan. Yeah. Right? Absolutely. And and you don't feel our schools are actively using that because what you're quoting are is people that, that you say take down the efficiency or make uh, our schools look deficient. I have personal experience with an IEP, okay? Mm-hmm. 
Um, after my divorce, I wanted to have some help for my children. All right? I did. I don't want to get anybody mad at me today. All right? But I'm going to tell you this. I was in a meeting one time, and they, they kept sending me emails all the time. Your son's breaking pencils in class. Okay? Your son's breaking pencils in class. So I, I got a hold of the principal because I finally, I was getting all these weird emails. Okay? And I said, I, so this, the principal, I said to him, okay, so my son breaks pencils in class. What happens then? Does he stick them in people's eyes or does he stick them in their arms or what does he do with them? Well, no, we throw them in the garbage. And I said, okay, well, who buys the pencils? He says, well, you do. And I said, do you understand? My son is so bored in school that he's breaking pencils for attention. All right? I'm not going to get into that story long. I want to tell you another thing that happened when we were in a meeting. They said that if something didn't happen to make the situation better, they were going to put my kids on uh, ADHD medication. Okay? And I said to them, you're not a doctor. You cannot they say that to They said they were going to. Yes. As yes. though they could. Yes. And the superintendent and I, and I, of the Weimar Public School. They were system. all sitting there. Okay? This is a real story. And I said, who was you, it? Who was it? Who was, it was the, the counselor in Weimar who said it at the and time? And who was it? I if, can't. If he's going to say that he gets to put your kids okay. on meds, I don't know what her we first name. Is. I name. don't know what her first name is, but her last name is Klosterman, and she was the counselor at the time. She's a Klosterman. Yep. So she's from our home country. Yeah, there. she's from Weimar. Okay? okay. And I said, you have no credentials to say that to me. I said, if you ever say that to me again, my son is going to be in Wapiton tomorrow. Okay. I was able to do the things that I wanted to do, which was there was a, a child psychologist in Wapton, and I was able to take my son there finally because my, my other half would not allow it. She finally allowed it. After about a month, this person came up to me, and they said, Kelly's actually getting better, and I apologized. Okay? okay. But they felt that they could put your I child on meds. I was told that they were going to put my son on ADHD medication. And she medication. told you that? This Absolutely. Okay. And when everybody was there in the room, I didn't wait till later. I looked right at him and I said, you have no credentials to say that. And if you ever say that again, he's going to Wapton tomorrow. I thank you for your time, Jason. I thank you for the conversation. If people want to know more about you, want to follow you, want to read about you, yeah. what's your, you doing it through Facebook, a website? I'm what on you Facebook. Doing? I have a website. Uh, all you have to do is just Google my name. It'll come up. Um, I, I I don't know if we have two seconds. You got about 20 seconds. You know, I, I wish that we could have talked about some of the things that I accomplished when I was county commissioner. And when I was a state senator, I wish that we could have talked about it. Well, my that. guess is that's on your website. Um, you know, I'm just saying. Well, people, is it on your website? Would, people would have to go there. there okay. We had a chance we to can, talk about it. We can have more conversations We had a future. chance to talk about right. it today, and I, I think it was spent on S stuff in Botno, which Stick around, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Travis Paper, Sheriff of Sargent County, right after this.